the self can't take care of anything, that only when you drop down into the heart, that can take care of what's up above. And just this morning I was just so struck by both the innocence of the self and how hard it is working all the time. It's truly an amazing structure, actually. I'm just feeling a lot of compassion and softness for the self. Why is it so hard to be soft to the self? Because of what you've already given to it. Because of your investments in it. The investments that you've made in yourself aligns you with yourself. It isn't challenging for you to be softness of heart toward yourself. It's challenging for you to leave your investments behind. Is truly the only way to do that, to open and soften? Is it that simple? Yes. And all the complicatedness and complexity that we want to throw up there, none of that matters, does it? It matters as much now as it matters after you've died. Neither goes well for your investment portfolio. <laughs> Could you speak a little bit about the innocence of the self? I, I feel like I'm missing that, and I think a lot of other people are too. There's zero wrongness and zero wrongdoing on the part of yourself, that yourself is not like your own being. Any investment that you make in yourself, you make yourself right. That makes separation from your own being in a distorted kind of way right. And all of that makes yourself wrong. Yourself on its own is neither right nor wrong. Yourself is not like what you really are. And it's not at all like the perfect forms of what you really are, the forms of your own being. 
what yourself is, is perfect availability. For you to be your own being in. Why does that availability close off? Because you seize upon yourself in an exploitive manner, taking from it what you experience in it. Perfect availability of yourself engenders yourself to turn into and become what you're being in it. The function of that is wondrous. For better or for worse, to no fault of yourself, yourself becomes what you are in it. To a large degree, what yourself is like in its present condition shows you what you have been. It's a living record of all you've been so far. That yourself starts out being so different from your own being is not your doing or its doing. But if it continues on not being like your being, like your own being, that's your doing. And why do we go down that path, how can that possibly be satisfactory? It's not satisfactory, but it satisfies you. When you're frustrated or annoyed, angry or upset, that satisfies you. Even though the level of that satisfaction is counterproductive to what you know in your heart and to anything that your own being is like. And it doesn't matter how you rationalize it or justify it. It doesn't matter what kind of position you give it. 
not true to what you know. Do we recognize that always or no? When you're profoundly honest, yes. You are not bound at all to be like yourself. Yourself is bound to you and to be just like what you're being in it. That's what gives you the sense and the experience that yourself is you. So we really are kind of insane, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it's actually comforting to know that. Sanity does not exist outside of you being what you know in your heart. It only appears to. But that's the whole nature of self-delusion. As um, a practice, checking in and dropping down, I, I, I say to myself, like I ding myself, you know, ding, and check in and then soften and open. But what we really all need to be doing is ding, 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 all the time, huh? How do we increase the frequency of our dings? By making it your life. By you, in your heart, living, being mastered by all you know. And using yourself and your life to manifest that. All before you die. isn't anything else that you're born for.